Welcome to Ready, Set, Grow. This is your space to grow. I am so happy to be here today. Yay, yay, yay. Welcome. I'm Estia Brown, and I want to say how excited I am to start Ready, Set, Grow, the podcast with me, Estia Brown. Our mantra is that we're going to make you a little bit better every day. Now, this show has been a really long time coming for me. I am a licensed therapist, but before I became a licensed therapist, I was a journalist for many years. I worked as an entertainment journalist and then a lifestyle journalist, and then I transitioned to being a life coach and a licensed therapist, and it's because I'm nosy, I'm inquisitive, and I like to help people. And that's really what Ready, Set, Grow, the podcast is about. It's a space to help people. It's a place to help folks grow and to really just pursue happiness, right? I think that that's a big thing that we miss in our hustle and our daily lives. We're not really about being happy. So a couple of things I want you to know about this podcast. Number one, it's going to be a space for understanding more about mental health. Now, it is super annoying to me that people are always throwing around terms like trigger and narcissist. And, you know, we don't really know what those things mean. We, we talk about it. We use it colloquially, but a lot of times we're overusing those terms. So we're going to learn more about that and kind of demystify mental health and mental health terms and use them appropriately. So we don't just sound cool. We actually know what we're doing. This is going to be a space for us to really talk about practical skills and strategies to grow, right? So a lot of times people have had therapy and I'm not a person who believes you need to be on the couch forever. Like there is going to be a time when you transition and use some of the skills that you've learned in real life, but you will need tune-ups. There will be acute issues that come up and you need a space to work them out. So we're going to hear about other people's issues. You know, they're kind of transferable. I'm going to give you guys a chance to share your issues with me and we can kind of work those things out and grow. Now, here's the thing about growth. While mental health and physical health are really important, there's also this other category called practical life skills that I think is super important as well. And this podcast is going to be a space to bring all of those things together. So I would say Ready, Set, Grow, the podcast is going to be, I'm going to use a fancy word here, culmination. I think my producer gave me that, of lessons, evidence-based facts, and real stories. So get ready. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit about what Ready, Set, Grow, the podcast will not be. This is not a cry your eyes out. Woe is me. Being black, being brown is sad. This is not a space for that. While we're going to address those issues, we're going to talk about processing the hard times and ways to move forward. This is going to be a space to explore real life challenges, practical solutions, and, you know, hear a little bit about other people's situations so we can judge a little but help a lot. But most important, and I have to say that while I am a licensed therapist and I like to think I'm very good at my job, I am not your life coach. I might be the licensed therapist in your head, the coach in your head, but I'm not yours specifically uh, with one-on-one information and delving into the background of your life and your choices. So I have to reiterate, this is not going to be a place 
where you can say, I listen to Tia's podcast and now I don't have to go to therapy. This is the exact opposite. I want these kinds of conversations that we're going to have to motivate you to dig deeper and work with the private therapist, to work with the life coach, to unpack and grow and get into the nitty gritty so you can have more of the life that you want. This is a space for us to have what I like to call our own version of group therapy so we can improve ourselves, and then take this little nugget and do more of the work on our own. The other thing I really want to do is build a community. I love spaces like Earn Your Leisure. I love the Dear Young Queens community. You know, shout out, that's my network now. But we're really talking to people who want to invest in themselves in different ways. We're really looking to build a community about collective change, about valuing our happiness, about valuing the practical skills and how we show up, not just for ourselves, but the people we love. And so while we're going to talk about relationships with significant others, meaning romantic partners, we're also going to talk about relationships with our parents, our friends, kids, nieces, aunties, nephews, coworkers, really about how we're going to grow in every facet of our lives. So expect a lot of talking, expect to, to be pushed in different ways, expect to learn a lot. So there's something else I want to do. I want to tell you a little bit more about me. I'm sure you're probably a little curious about who the host is. So name is S.Tia Brown. People always ask what the S is for. My first name, I'm going to give you my government once, is Shatiqua. Shatiqua Tia Brown. Now, I use Tia because a lot of people could not pronounce Shatiqua when I was starting off as a journalist and it used to piss me the hell off. Also, because we know that people who have ethnic names got treated with a lot of bias back in the day and I was not going to let anyone hold me back. Over time, I liked having the privacy of people not knowing my first name because you couldn't Google me. But because this is a podcast and this is a space where I want us to be courageously honest, I'm going to tell you that Shatiqua is my first name. And if you say I don't sound or look like a Shatiqua, screw you, because what does that sound like? Right. So Shatiqua Brown is my name. Right. Very Brooklyn. I have a long history as a journalist. And I like to tell people that because so many of us have had multiple careers in our lives. I went to Howard University for undergrad. I went to Columbia for journalism school. And I worked as an entertainment and lifestyle journalist for more than 15 years. So I did the damn thing. I was on all the TV shows. I was a correspondent on the Dr. Oz show. I was an entertainment director at Ebony Magazine. I had a column in Essence. I worked at a tabloid. I did all the things. And I loved it, loved it, loved it. But guess what? I started to feel unfulfilled because I was very passionate about helping us and having a space, a community to share skills that I'd learned growing up that I knew were helpful for me, not just as a woman, but particularly as a black woman. So I went back to graduate school in the early 2010s and got another degree in therapy. And that's how I became a therapist. And then I started working as a therapist and I later founded this practice, co-founded this practice with Two of my really good friends, Dr. Don Thurman and Dr. Latanya Waddell, we founded Ready, Set, Grow together. And so we are a practice based in Maryland, but we do have practitioners who are licensed in different states. Myself, example, I'm also licensed in New York. We don't do just mental health therapy. We also do life skills building, life coaching, and we have naturopathic doctors who help with Chinese herbal medicine, um, 
gua sha. I hope I'm saying that one right. And acupuncture. So we do a lot of different things to just help people be healthy. Another thing that I think is really important for folks to know is that I am currently single. So if you have a zaddy uncle, Estatia might be interested. Tell him to slide in my DMs. I'm joking. Not really. So I've invited my producer, Patrice, to ask me some probing questions. So Patrice, I want to welcome you to the very first episode of Ready, Set, Grow with Tia Brown. Hi, Tia. Hi. (laughs) So... I know you have some burning questions for mm-hmm. me. I'm going to try my best to do this thing I call in my practice, be courageously honest, right? And that's say the thing that you know is true, but you don't always want to say. All right, go ahead, Patrice. What's the first one? Okay, we're just going to get right into it. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Damn. I'm oh, listening. Oh, we're okay, here. Okay, okay. We're here. All right. So I lost my full virginity at Howard University. I lived in a dormitory called Meridian Hill Hall. For anyone who knows about Howard before, I would say 2015, Meridian Hill Hall was also called the Ebony Sex Palace. It went down in Meridian. But despite being offered penis many times, I actually didn't lose my virginity till junior year. Of college, right? I did. Uh, I had a lot of guys perform oral sex on me, trying to tempt me, but I didn't lose it until junior year with a guy that I was really into. I would say that we were together, but we probably didn't have a title. I was very commitment phobic. He did a great job in terms of making sure that I was comfortable and we remained friends for many years. I don't want to shout him out, but people who were at Howard during that time know who he is. I actually wrote a whole freaking article about him in the Hilltop newspaper when we were in college. So maybe, yeah, it was like junior year. And I didn't think that anyone knew who he was and that everybody kept kept coming up to me. It's like, you wrote an article about blank, blank, blank. Yeah. And it was funny. I compared Did he read it? Everybody read everybody it. Everybody read it. it. Everybody, even if he didn't read it initially, people told him, <laughs> like, Shatiqua wrote an article <laughs> about you in the Hilltop. And I compared him to Dwayne Wayne. I said, I came to college looking for my Dwayne Wayne. I said, I was upset because we broke up. But he pledged and distance between us. Mm. He met someone else. And I said that I wanted to break his, the glass in his car and slash all of his tires. <laughs> I bust the windows Jasmine Sullivan's I bust you when because you know I was very honest about my feelings so shout out to we'll bleep that name out (laughs) he was my first and um we have been able to maintain a friendship for all these years like we'll check in periodically he is a very accomplished sculptor now and he's just like a really nice person Mm. next question okay since we're talking about love and men tell me about your first love I would say my first love was my dad. Another person who I wrote an article about in the Hilltop. Were you like the editor? I was, a, I was a writer. Like okay. The Hilltop was a Howard news, is a Howard University newspaper. In college, you're able to really start figuring out who you are and what you want. And I had a friend, her name is Brandy Forte, very accomplished entrepreneur now. She was an editor and she assigned, she said I could write a column or about things I wanted. And so... I wrote about my dad being my first love and how he broke my heart when he remarried and kind of like changed the dynamic and how that impacted me. So I would say your dad is your first love. You learn about relationships and things like that from them. Okay. Next, okay. next, next. <laughs> I'm going to go all around with this here. Okay. New topic. What is it? Tell me about a scary time in your life. Like when you think about 
Hmm. Like, when were you like really afraid or scared? Yeah. So I will say a scary time for me was unfortunately a more universal experience, which was my mother was diagnosed with cancer when I was about 26. And I will say, you know, after she had her first surgery, I saw the doctor's eyes when he came out and I knew she was going to die. And that was probably the scariest experience in my life because I was like, oh shit, everything's going to change. That was a really hard time. I had a younger sibling, two younger siblings, a younger sister was three years younger than me and a younger brother who was 10 years younger than me. And automatically I was like, it's going to be us. What are we going to do? And it went from, you know, trying to be okay with the fact that I was losing her to helping her transition with the fact to the fact that she wasn't going to be here to experience a lot of the things she wanted to experience in my life in our lives. Right. It was also scary because she wanted to die in the house. And I think that a lot of people don't understand like what death is going to look like, what it's going to feel like. And, you know, later when she was transitioning, she didn't want to be in hospice. She wanted to be at home. So we had to do in-home hospice. And I remember my aunt saying, you have to choose. Like, nobody can force you to bring her home, but you have to choose what's going to happen. And in my mind, I was like, her eyes are going to start bulging. Her tongue's going to come out of her mouth and then she's going to die. Like, you think it's going to be like a movie. Fortunately, it wasn't like that. And I remember my aunt saying, you know, you have to pray to God and the ancestors that they will not give you more than you can bear. And so her passing was very peaceful in our home. But that whole process, when I tell you Teflon after that, I was like, if I can handle seeing my my coach, my A1, day one, uh, there's not much else that's going to take me out. Thank you for sharing that. Thank that's you. <laughs> Thank you. It's so sad. I love my mommy. I miss her. She's a good mommy. I can tell. Okay. You got to take it up after What's this. the perfect day? What's your perfect day? My perfect day. So I had a birthday a couple of months ago and it was like a really good day. I got to hang out with people I loved, got some sun. We drank a lot, partied and danced. Afterwards, someone that I'm dating came over and he knocked it down and we had fun. That was a great day because it touched every sphere of my life. He also brought me like a cutesy gift. So that was a great day. (laughs) What's your sign? I'm a Gemini. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most difficult situation that you've had to grow through? Learning how to swim. I still am not a swimmer yet, but I have taken, I'm taking, I'm in the process of taking swimming lessons again. And it is teaching me how to tackle my fears, how to reset my idea of limitations And giving me a new sense of pride for something that's super simple, right? Because if you learn how to swim when you're a kid or a baby, it's like breathing, like you're walking. But when you're an adult and you've been afraid of the water, number one, you've had unsuccessful swimming lessons in the past. It is literally one of the hardest things that you have to do. So I I think it takes me out of my comfort zone because I'm used to being in control and I cannot control this process. I can barely control my body in the water, but it's making me keep continuing to try. Good. And so I'm really, I'm really proud of myself. You know, I, I joke when I go to the swimming lessons, I'm like, 
Every day I'm just trying not to die, right? I feel like I'm fighting for my life every, with every hand stroke. It's really hard. But uh, all my it, life it, I had to fight. All my life. All my <laughs> life. So I think that that is like a big journey that I'm like, once, once I can really do it, do it, do it, I'm going to be very happy. And... I've only told a handful of people that I'm actually in classes. Well, now the world, whoever's going to listen to my podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to mock the day. We're in 2023. The people listening in 2025, 2027, you're going to know that I'm going to be a kick-ass swimmer by the time you're hearing this. But the next two years are going to be rough. <laughs> Tia, what brings you peace? Ooh, what brings me peace? I, that is a a tough question. When you say Tell me more about what we mean sure. by peace. So when I think peace, I think contentment maybe, mm-hmm. right? So is there an atmosphere? Is there an environment? Is there a person? Is mm-hmm. there a situation? I don't know that that yeah. is that makes you feel <sighs> right. You yeah, know? This- and that's, that's a that's a tough question. Even as I talk through it, it's like, hmm. Okay, so I would say what makes me feel the most calm mm-hmm. is having money in the bank. I grew up in a situation where money was always an issue and I feel unsettled when I don't feel financially secure. So I would say that brings me peace. I would say in terms of partnership, what brings me peace is a person who I can do nothing with. So my favorite partners haven't been the partners to take me on fancy trips or to fancy places, even though I want you to be able to do that. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying if you're, if you value having certain niceties in life that you want someone who shares that joy. And if you value striving, you want someone who compliments that in some way. But I love when I can sit down and do nothing with a person when we can watch a book. I mean, read a book on the couch in the bed together, our own books, but just chill. So that brings me peace in terms of relationships. In terms of family, I love doing things collectively. So I'm I'm one of the family planners, friendship crew planners. So with my nuclear family, I'm the person who's going to like say like let's meet up and do this. With my friendship crew, I'm going to be the person who's like we're going to do this. That always brings me a sense of peace and joy. So I think it's situational. Yeah. Thank you for your answers and thank you for being open. Thank you for probing. You yeah, I like to be probed periodically. Mm-hmm. Expect dirty jokes occasionally <laughs> on the Ready Set Grow podcast. <laughs> and I just want to thank everyone for listening to our inaugural episode. There's going to be so much more to come. We will have guests. I will share more. I will give more tips, practical life skills, mental health education. I'm going to have my partners on the podcast at some point, Dr. Thurman and Dr. Waddell, who have so much information to share. And welcome to your journey as a grower. Until next time, have a great day. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Ready, Set, Grow with Estatia Brown. I hope you're enjoying yourself. I'm really enjoying myself. I always have to say I love talking. I love being of service to folks. And I hope that this this podcast is a place of service for everyone who's listening. If you like it, if you like me, if you're feeling the vibe, leave a comment below and let us know what you think. Make sure to follow us on IGRSG.therapy. And I'm Estia Brown. Have a great day. Oh, wait, wait. I I almost forgot.
don't forget to check out the other shows in the Dear Young Queen Network. I'm a queen. I roll with the queens. We're building more queens. We're vibing with other queens. So make sure you check us out.